And I want to introduce you to this thing that you need to know, which is called the S-curve of business. And the S-curve is where mindset and acumen collide. Welcome to the No BS Business School podcast, the show where powerhouse women learn how to sell differently, ditch bro marketing, and build financially lucrative businesses. I'm your host, Jan Ditchfield. After spending over 20 years in the charity world, I realized that the fluffy, trendy marketing and sales tactics being taught online aren't all that effective for industry experts like you. In each episode, I give you the tangible steps to build a profitable business that is wildly successful and equally fulfilling. Money, marriage, business strategy, and marketing, we talk about it all. This is where the evolution of your business begins. Let's get started. There comes a point in everybody's business growth when we hit a plateau and things just start going wrong. And not knowing why it's happening or what to do about it is the number one reason why most women walk away from their businesses because they seem to think that they're failing at something instead of understanding how to fix the moment or your business strategy altogether. So on this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about that problem. And not just talk about it, I want to actually explain to you what to do when it happens. When people are often talking about business growth, myself included, we talk a lot about data and numbers, but the thing that we should be having more conversations about, if you truly want to be successful at business, is your mindset and your acumen. And one of the biggest failings within the online space is that you're continued to be taught tactics as though they are the end all and be all to your success. But there's zero conversation about acumen and having a business mindset that's going to help you be able to maintain your momentum when it starts to wane. And I wanna introduce you to this thing that you need to know, which is called the S-curve of business. And the S-curve is where mindset and acumen collide. And if you can understand this, you're going to set yourself up for incredible success in your business. My entire boot camp was built around this principle. And the day that I'm actually airing this episode is the first day I'm in the boot camp teaching. So I thought it was only fitting since I'm going to be nerding out with everybody on the S curve of business for the next 15 days that I would nerd out here with you at least for one episode. I'm taking you to business school today. All right. So what is the S curve of business? So in business, growth doesn't actually follow a straight line. Instead, it actually takes the form of an S-curve. And so that's a line that naturally dips during the life cycle of your business. I want you to picture it as a roller coaster of growth that happens over time. Things start off slowly, they gain momentum, and then gradually they start leveling off again. And if you don't have your mindset in the right spot and you're not well-versed enough in actually being able to analyze your growth trends, this leveling off part can be really nerve-rattling. Because suddenly your revenue is hitting a plateau, it catches you off guard, and this often sparks knee-jerk reactions and really hasty decision-making. However, when you grasp how the S-curve plays out in your business, you'll find that there's not really a need to panic when your growth or your momentum starts to taper off. Instead, you're going to be able to recognize what this tapering is truly representing and what you need to do to fix it. And if you're listening to this episode at the time of the airing, there's still time to join my boot camp where I'm going to teach you this entire theory that I'm dropping in one podcast episode 
over a 15-day bootcamp and it's free to join. So go grab your spot at janditchfield.co forward slash thrive and come hang out with me there as well. When we start a business, we should be thinking about it strategically. And the things we do at the initial stage of a startup and those foundations that we put in place are what get us ready for the growth, which is the next phase of business. And you may have heard me talk about this before on the podcast in the past, but there's actually a formation, like a, a fundamental framework for starting a business, which includes six key areas that you must have in place in your business plan if you want to see it get traction early. I like calling it like build your business like a house when you're first starting out. And the first thing you want to lay down is your foundation. And your foundation are the boring things. Again, it is understanding your business structure, your naming strategies, who your competition is, who your ideal customer is. Like we're going down to like core business basics. And then once you have that foundation laid, the next thing you want to do is lay up your walls. And the walls represent how you position yourself in your market. So this is when you validate ideas. And this is when you create your positioning statement and your value proposition. And you clearly identify who you're serving, what you're doing, how you help them, and how you want to position yourself against other people in your niche. From your walls, you're going to throw up your roof. And your roof really is your money. This is your budgeting. This is your cash flow. This is your pricing. It's all of the things that we tend to ignore, especially as women, because we don't want to talk about money or we feel uncomfortable thinking about money. It's what you need to master to get that growth to happen. After that, you're going to focus on putting your front door in place, which represents your brand and your website, your online presence, essentially. And I don't just mean your logo and your fonts and your colors. I mean with your brand is what does your brand represent? What do you stand for? What do you stand against? And how do you actually build out a website that causes people to come and buy from you, not just causes them to come and say, oh, this is really pretty, and then they bounce. And then the last two stages of starting a business is your interior design, which is your marketing plan. And then finally, your curb appeal, which is your launch strategy. And if you get those six things in place, your business will get traction quickly. I used to teach this exclusively. I taught it for a long time. I still really believe in it. I have a free audio series podcast that teaches this still. And if you just look up how to start a business with Jan Ditchfield, you can listen to the entire framework from beginning to end of the things you need to have in place to actually start a successful business. So if you think you've skipped some steps, go listen to that podcast series. And then once we start seeing growth happen, we then start relying on tactics to really light a fire underneath that revenue growth. And at the time, that is the right thing to do. So we lean into doing a lot of things like what the online gurus tell us to do. So we run webinars and we run really complicated funnels and we do a lot of reels and a lot of video and we're doing really a lot of one-off. One-off, one-off, one-off because we're trying to get that momentum to continue. So on the S-curve, like we're going up to the top of the roller coaster at this point and it works until it stops. Because what happens in every single person's business is that there's a plateau in growth. Yours, mine, everyone's. And a well-versed business owner will know what that means and what to do. And somebody who is new to business or who hasn't gotten the proper mentorship will panic. Because revenue starts to decline, traction slows down, 
you're not going to get the same amount of hits on your website. You don't get the same level of engagement that you do on social media that you used to during a growth period. And what our brain starts to do is it's like panic, panic, pivot, pivot, quit your business. Everything's wrong. Start over. And I don't want you to do that because the panic, panic, pivot, pivot is going to put you out of business. Instead, what I want you to recognize that plateau as is an inflection point in your business when you now need to do the next thing to get it to grow again. This is when we go from growth to scale. And in between those two zones, there is some really uncomfortable things that happen. Declines in business happen for really specific reasons. And the reason why most businesses fail is because the business owners don't recognize what the factors are, or you might know, but you don't know what to do about it. So the main external factors of why a business will plateau or fail has to do with the economy. Like let's all look back at 2020 and just point our fingers at that. Finances, a lack of proper infrastructure, politics, and then just general trends in the market space. And a lot of the external factors we have no control over. We have control over how our business reacts to them and what we do in that moment. But when it comes to internal factors, that's all 100% on you as a business owner. And the internal factors that cause most businesses to fail include lack of leadership. And I'm looking right at you on that one with love, but it's unfortunately just a hard truth. It's also the lack of talent. So there's a talent shortage in your business. You have the wrong butts in the wrong seats or you have no butts in the seats. There's also a founder ceiling. So it gets to the point where everybody, and I'm going to put myself in this category too, just hits a ceiling with their knowledge. And if you don't make that investment to level up, you won't be able to grow your business because you just lack the fundamental skills to do it. The fundamental acumen. And then the last two internal reasons why businesses are so impacted is because of poor customer service in the business and because there's a brand misalignment. So your brand no longer aligns with the trends in the market or your audience or your offering. Something's off. And those things cause the decline to happen in your S-curve. And during declines, a successful business owner does not double down on tactics like you're really encouraged to do, or they don't run out and start copying their competition, thinking that if they got pick up, it'll work in your business as well. Instead, during this inflection point, what a successful business owner will do is they're going to professionalize their operations. And there's a six-step plan, which of course, you know, I'm going to tell you that you need to focus on if you want this actually to happen. If you want to get lift in your business, again, if you're in a place of decline, you want to scale your business, there's six areas to focus on. And those are the only six you need to worry about. I think for me, one of my biggest, I want to say the word irritation within the online space is that people always say double down on the tactics when there's declines happening in the business. You cannot turn on Instagram without seeing a tactic being taught. You cannot attend any kind of training without it being tactic-based. With the exception of mine, I will humbly say, every business book you buy is tactic, tactic, tactic. And instead, what you need to learn is a modern, proven, and structured methodology that allows you to run your business from an expanded state of mind 
rather than chasing the tactics and the one-off strategies. So when I talked earlier about mindset meeting acumen, that's where this happens. And it's done by focusing on these six key parts of your business. The online gurus teach you how to create a great digital offer, but not how to run a successful business. You already know how to package your expertise. Now it's time to learn the proven system to scale it. That's why I'd love for you to join me in my new free training, The Thriving Business Bootcamp. It's a knowledge-packed, supportive, 15-day business growth intensive for female entrepreneurs to help you master the proven plan to scale your online business so you can unlock your full financial potential. I'm going to focus on the six key areas of your business that will grow your revenue and your legacy. During the bootcamp, you'll learn a modern, proven, and structured methodology that allows you to run your business from an expanded state of mind rather than chasing tactics and one-off strategies. Get ready to regain time, clarity, confidence, and control. Grab your free seat in my Thriving Business Bootcamp today. Head to janditchfield.co forward slash thrive, and I'll see you there. Because you know that I love a good analogy, I blame that on my English Lit education. When it comes time to scale your business, I want you to think about it as growing a thriving community. So when you start a business, you want to build it like a house, but when it comes time to grow it, you want to set it up like a thriving community. And in that community, there are six specific areas that you need to focus on in order to get that lift to start happening again. And each one of them addresses one of the major reasons why businesses fail during times of decline. They're almost all internal reasons. And I'm going to touch a little bit on the external as well, just to try to add as much protection as possible on the things that we can control. So the first thing I want you to set up in your thriving city is your landmark building. And this represents your brand dominance. So imagine your brand as your landmark building at the heart of your community. And just the same way that any iconic building becomes synonymous with that city or town's identity, think about Toronto Think about New York. Think about Paris. Your brand should be instantly recognizable in your niche. And developing that distinctive brand identity that stands tall and captures the essence of your business is where you need to be doubling down, not on tactics. Your brand truly is the essence of your business. And when you learn how to craft a powerful brand identity and an online presence that sets you apart and builds trust with your audience, you will get financial lift in your business again very, very quickly, my friend. The next area that I want you to focus on building your thriving community is your urban planning. And your urban planning represents your leadership. So it's you as a leader and the infrastructure you have within your business. Just the same way that effective urban planning ensures that things like transportation and amenities are in place, strong leadership in your business and a well-structured infrastructure enables seamless operations. And operations is the thing you need to master at this stage of growth. I have a podcast episode coming out on Thursday where I'm going to talk about this in more detail. So that will be episode number 202, where I'm going to explore leadership techniques in more detail and talk about the three different types of leadership styles for entrepreneurs, the good, the bad, and the ugly of all of them. So you can help to identify which one you are and what are those things within yourself that you need to really double down on because you do them so well naturally. And then the other things that you need to actually put 
a growth strategy in place for your own acumen so that you can continue to run your business to the level that you want to. So make sure you check that episode out. But beyond just knowing the type of leader you are, your infrastructure also needs to consist of the policies that you have in place and the team that you set up to help you grow your business. Because there come, becomes a point for all of us, every single one of us, that we can't do it on our own anymore. And I'm going to be doing another podcast episode that's coming out, episode 204, that's going to talk about hiring and whether bringing VAs and OBMs, online business managers, into your business is actually benefiting you or if it's slowing down your growth. And I don't think you're going to be overly surprised by my answer on that. So the third area after you have your brand dominance in place and your leadership and your infrastructure that I want you to focus on in your thriving city is your commerce district, which is your sales systems. This is where transactions and exchanges occur. Every community that you've ever walked into, you know there will be a downtown core that is vibrant, fun, and I want the same thing in your business. And you're going to set this up by streamlining your sales processes, You're going to implement effective marketing strategies, and you're going to provide that seamless customer purchasing experience. Your sales systems are truly the engines that drive growth. But most of the time, they should be rinse repeat. Because when you have them dialed in and you have that efficient sales process in place, you understand then what causes your audience to convert. And you just run your cycles over and over and over again adjusting them based on changes in your market. When everybody talks about evergreen sales strategies and like just set up an evergreen system and it's always like, you know, webinar into an email, blah, blah, blah. Efficient sales systems are evergreen. And that isn't like webinar into an email. It means that you have a sales system in your business that rinse repeats and brings in money consistently every month that is measurable controllable, and scalable. Your sales systems matter. And then the fourth part of planning your thriving community is all about community engagement. And this represents customer service in your business. Just like a friendly, helpful community enhances that appeal and makes you want to live in that that town or that city, the outstanding customer service that you have in your business fuels your reputation. It's what fosters real connections. You address your customers' needs and you create a supportive community, whether it's online or whether it's in person. And your customer service is what keeps people coming back for more. And the strategies you use to drive retention is what will scale your business. It isn't the cold traffic coming in that will do that. That's what growth is for. But when it's time to scale, It's all about retention. How can you keep them with you, buying from you, supporting you month after month after month? And then once you have your customer service locked in, which I like to call the stewardship funnel, that is what it is. That's how I teach it. The fifth thing you're going to focus on in your community is your economic pulse. And this represents cash flow. Just like a steady flow of money keeps your community vibrant and the economy pumping, healthy cash flow is what's going to fuel your business growth as well. How you maintain your finances, what you're investing in, what you're cutting, what your profit margin is, 
Oh my goodness, don't get me started on profit margins. These are areas that you need to invest in so that you can get that sustainable return coming into your business. You can't scale something that has no cash. And I hear time and time again from so many owners, business owners saying, I have a six-figure business. And then I said, great, you know, how much are you paying yourself? And they're like, oh, well, no, I'm not making profit. You need to be profitable in your business. It isn't just about the revenue you bring in. It's also about what you pay yourself. So understanding how to manage your business's financial health and optimizing the cash flow to support growth and navigate these challenges that happen during these dips, you master that, you've mastered your business. And then the sixth area of creating a really thriving community is civic well-being, which represents your mindset and your boundaries. Communities thrive when the people within them are balanced and empowered, and your business is no different. If you're able to maintain a positive entrepreneurial mindset and set healthy boundaries within your own business that allow you to prioritize yourself, manage your stress, and establish limits, which includes saying no without apologizing for it, this mindset is going to be the thing that will make you unstoppable. You need to take care of you first. So like I said before, if you want to build a successful business, like from the start, you need to build it like a house. You have your foundation, your walls, your roof, your front door, your interior design, and then your walkway, which is your curb appeal. But if you truly want to scale it, you need to build a thriving community, which is your landmark building, your urban planning, your commerce district, your community engagement, your economic pulse, and your civic well-being, which represent brand dominance, leadership and infrastructure, your sales systems, your customer service, your cash flow, and your own personal mindset and boundaries. The mistakes you can make in business during moments of panic can be really hard to come back from, but they can be completely prevented when you have a framework in place and the knowledge of what to do in your business to create sustainable growth. Mastering that understanding of the S-curve and learning how to professionalize your business by putting those things in place, the things nobody ever talks about in the online space but I guarantee you they are in every single solid business in the real world. And they're probably in the place in the online businesses that are really successful as well, just nobody talks about it. But regardless, when you put in the time to figure out those roadblocks, to develop the mindset that you need to reach success and to follow that proven framework and do the boring things, heck, then you can figure anything out in your business. And you're pretty unstoppable when it comes to making money. So if you've been struggling a little bit in your business, I really encourage you just to hang out with me over the next few episodes because I'm going to be really diving deep into a lot more of the practical side of business. I'm not talking tactics for a while. I really want to focus on helping you be able to scale successfully. And if you're struggling right now, I want to help you get things moving again. So again, I invite you to come join me in my boot camp. And if you can't make it live, don't worry, because I send out replays every single day so you can watch it on your own time. But it's a good spot just to come spend some time with me 
and help you be able to put a plan in place to professionalize your own business so you can truly make the money you deserve to be making and create that impact that I know you want to make so badly. Janditschel.co forward slash thrive. And I hope to see you there. And until next week, stay resilient. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me on this episode of No BS Business School. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe on your player of choice and leave a five-star rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at jandishfield.co. Stay resilient and I'll catch you on the next episode.